Welcome back to Daughter of a King Podcast. I am your host, Robin Pendergrass. So in today's episode, we're going to do, like, we're going to continue on with last week's episode, which was Victory Part 1. In that episode, we talked about how David was, like, preparing himself to fight Goliath. And we left off where David was, like, talking about how he, like, how what he's been through, how that prepared him for this battle that he has coming up with a, a huge giant. So if you want to learn more about that, I highly suggest that you listen to Victory Part 1 before you listen to this episode. I also ask that you rate and review Daughter of a King podcast. This is like not for me, even though it may feel good. It's not for me. It's mostly just for, you know, just for the word that's being shared that this podcast can like reach more people because as you write and review Daughter of a King, more people will like see it and it will be like, you know, more shared and stuff like that. So um, if you really enjoy what you hear, then please write and review Daughter of a King podcast. I also ask that you follow me on Instagram at rpedagrass26. And basically there, I just talk about, you know, I just, I give more, like, motivational stuff there. And I also, like, you know, I do a lot of stuff on a podcast. I give updates on when I post on a podcast. So, if you want, then, like, feel free to follow me on Instagram at rpentagrass26. Because that's also a way that we can connect as like you know just a community like the goal the whole goal of this is just to like build a community of you know believers in Christ to where we can just like grow in him so let's build that community together and if you have any questions then you can also ask me at rpentagrass26 just DM me on Instagram if you have any questions or if you just want you want more content or you want updates uh, for Daughter of King, then feel free to follow me on Instagram. Okay, so I am also accepting monthly donations for this podcast. The link for that will be in the description. This is just like another way for you to support the Daughter of a King ministry. So what that is, is like... There's, like, a certain amount that you can, like, donate monthly. Like, the first offer is $0.99. Cent. The second one is four ninety nine, And the last one is nine ninety nine. So, basically, you can just pick which one, which amount that you would like to send for a month. And then it will ask you for your information. And, basically, like, you know, you will just be giving this ministry a monthly donation. So... And like I've said plenty of times before, this is not for me, but this is like for stuff like to expand the Daughter of the King ministry, because not only is it for like podcast equipment, it's for like future projects that I want to like do through the Daughter of the King ministry and also to just bless others in my community. So feel free if you want to give donations, that will also be in my Instagram bio and it will be in the description of this podcast okay so as y'all can probably tell now I'm all about community and 
a way that we can build a, um, a community is by you guys sending voice messages. Basically, um, there's a link in the description. Basically, you click the link and then you have the option to record yourself like just talking or asking a question regarding like anything I said or just like just anything Christian related or just about me then you can just ask me any questions and like keep in mind that your questions or what you say can also help and uplift others so if you're interested in that then voice messages the link will be in my description down below so now let's get into the, the rest of the episode because the rest of the episode is about to be really good. I'm really excited about this. So let's jump into that. Okay, so last week we left off with verse 37 where David was talking about his past and how it prepared him for where he's at like now by like it prepared him for this upcoming battle that he's about to face. So now we're going to read verses 38 through 40. It says, Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not, he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth th- stones from the stream, put them in a pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with this sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. So Saul tried to make David wear his armor, but David could not fit the armor. So if you like read about Saul and David before, then you would know that Saul, he was like, you know, this tall guy. We um talked about this in the last episode, but he was like tall. He had a strong warrior built about him while David like keep in mind Saul is like a grown man David he's a teenager and he's like he's described as like a skinny scrawny boy so really physically that armor wasn't able to fit David because it was too big on him and also the armor didn't spiritually fit David the armor spiritually fit Saul but it did not fit David and that be, that's because God created them differently. God created them with their own armor. So as Christians, we cannot fight spiritual battles by wearing someone else's armor when God has given us our own armor. God has given each individual on earth their own personal armor. And that armor is made to only fit that person. That's why we can't wear anyone else's armor because that armor was not created for us. That's why it's keep telling y'all. That's why we can't compare ourselves to others. We can't try to copy what somebody else is doing. We can't wear what the other person is wearing because God did not create that for you. In life, you can only have what God has for you. And that is the best thing to have because it was specifically designed for you. It was it was like specifically designed, created for you. And we can't have victory in life when we are wearing someone else's armor. Okay, so if you listen to um my testimony, it's titled Robin's po- Apologia. And in that episode, I explain the title. But 
Okay, so in that episode, I talked about how I compared myself to other people, like, you know, clothes, looks, boyfriends, stuff like that. Like, I compared myself to others. And then I talked about, like, that stuff that God, that's, like, for those people. God, like, at the time, he doesn't want that stuff for me yet. God has, like... I realized, like, through being saved and stuff, that I don't need what somebody else's have. I don't need what somebody else has because what God has for me is way better for me because it's specifically designed for me. What that person have, what that person has, it may not work for me because it's not designed for me. So basically, I'm just. I realized, like, by being saved, that I'm. Wasting time like comparing myself to others because what they have is it's just not for me, and it's like in life it's like no point on trying to have something that's not for you because you're just wasting your life and you're just being hopeless over something that wasn't even created for you when you can have something that was created for you. Like when you realize that you know God has something specifically for you and you trust in that then that will, like, make you feel so, it will make you feel free because you're, like, not focused on what anybody else has. You're focused on what God has. And when you focus on what God has for you, then that's how you achieve victory in life. Because we can only achieve victory in life by wearing the armor that God has called us to wear and not someone else's armor. God didn't, like, God didn't put us in this position or predicament in our life to be like somebody else because we got our own we are all of us we got our own battles to face everyone has their own battle to face we each have our own different individual battle and what that what your best friend your cousin or whoever what they're wearing it's not going to help you in that battle because it wasn't it wasn't designed for you. It was designed for that person that you're comparing yourself to. It was not designed for you. And that's why you might feel like you're failing because you're trying to go after what somebody already has when God has something better in store for you. And you're not realizing that and you're not able to achieve that. And that's why you're not having victory because you're trying. you're worried about what somebody else has instead of like focusing on what God has for you. So, like we said before, David fighting lions and bears, this was his preparation for the upcoming battle. That preparation would have been wasted if David did not have any faith. Sorry, any faith. If David didn't stay faithful, then his preparation season would have gone to waste. So basically, if David did not fight the lions and the bears, if he ran away scared, then like this, he wouldn't be able to defeat Goliath. He wouldn't be able to do that because he wasn't, he didn't stay faithful during that preparation season. He didn't wait on God and actually go through the preparation. He just ran away from the preparation season scared. And if he'd done that, then he wouldn't be able to fight Goliath. And clearly, as we go throughout that, he, we know that he went through the preparation season. And that's how he was able to defeat Goliath. So I'm telling you now, don't let your preparation season go to waste. 
Have faith in this season of your life. Trust that God has you in this season so he can prepare you for the next season. This season is just a preparation for the next. Keep in mind that seasons, they don't last a long time. Like summer, we just got away from summer. It didn't last for like the whole year. We're now in fall. Well, depending on where you are in the world. But like where I'm at, we're now in fall. And so we that's why we have different seasons because they don't last for a long time. And each season, the climate changes and the temperature changes. So every season is going to be different. So for our season in life, this season that we're in is just a preparation for the next level. You need to be prepared because when you level up in life, you will have bigger blessings, but that will also come with bigger trials. So it's important that you are prepared for both. And that's why God has you in this preparation season. Have faith in the reason why God has you in this position in life. You need it to step on the battleground. Faith gives you to victory. We can't get to victory if we don't have faith. We can't get to victory if we're not understanding that God has us in this position, in this predicament in life, just to prepare us for the next level. Like everything is just preparation, preparation for the next big thing. But if we're not having faith in God, if we're not trusting in him that he will bring us through this preparation season, then like this season in our life will just go to waste and we're just going to be wasting our time and we're not going to be achieving victory. We're just going to keep going in the same cycles, in the same cycles, and we're not going to ever achieve victory. You know, not having faith, that's just completely pointless. It says it in the Bible. I just don't know that it's at first. But it says it in the Bible. Having faith is good. Not having faith is completely pointless. Because you can't, like, literally, if you don't believe in God, if you can't trust Him in this season that you're in, then how do you expect to get through it? So know that faith gets you to victory. Okay, so now... I don't know if I told you the chapter, but we're in First Samuel 17. Sorry if, it, if I didn't make that clear. But, um, yeah, so we're in First Samuel chapter 17, verses 41 through 44. It says, Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his, with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and, hand, and handsome. And he... And he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. So, when we look at, if we're like looking at the battle out of our physical eyes, we may see that the battle was like a match for David. That's probably what, you know, the other man was looking was seeing as they were looking at David, a seventeen year old boy trying to fight this big giant. Like, you know, looking at it from the outside, David those men probably thought that David was in huge trouble. Like they probably thought that you had Goliath and his armor bearer against David. But if we look at it out of the Lord's 
perspective, out of our spiritual eyes that God has blessed us with, we could see that it was Goliath and his armor bearer against David and God. Like, you can't touch that. So, Goliath, he's he has the unfair part of this battle. He's out of luck because he doesn't have God. So, in a spiritual battle, it may seem like you are physically fighting alone against the enemy. Know that it's not true. God is always with you, and he is fighting the battle for you. When we face spiritual battles, we need to look at it from God's perspective. When we look at it, when we look at our battles from the Lord's perspective, we will understand that the devil doesn't have a chance, and that's how we achieve victory. When we look at, like, when we look at our battles through the Lord's perspective, looking at it through like the spiritual realm, and we understand that God is like the most powerful God, then we will understand that. This big God that loves me so much is willing to fight for little old me. And he's going to help me against this battle against the devil. And you know, devil, he has, he may have some power, but he doesn't have authority. That's something I've learned recently by going to church. I learned that he has power to tempt us, but he doesn't have the authority to where we have to, like, obey him the way we have to obey God. So, yeah. So, the enemy doesn't have power. God does. And so, it's not just us and the enemy. It's God in us versus the enemy. And when we know that the God that we serve, if you listen to um my uh like recent episodes when we were talking about like God delivering the Israelites from Exodus, then like you will be able to understand that God doesn't mess around with His people. He He won't let anybody like mess us mess around with us without him doing something about it like God will defend us he he he's like always there coming for our rescue and if like if you were with me listening to the podcast episodes and like seeing what God has done and knowing that he would do the same for you and you compare that to what the enemy does then it's like the enemy literally has no chance of defeating you because you have God on your side. And when we have God on our side, that's how we achieve victory. Like through the Bible, you see like when the Israelites, when they had God with them, when they were like steady, when they were like steady pursuing, pers- I'm saying words so wrong, pursuing God, then they they weren't defeated. They actually won the battle. But when they were like separated from God, things didn't, you know, they failed. They were defeated. But like, so for our spiritual battles today, when we have God on our sides, we will never be defeated. Like the battle is not unmatched for us. It's unmatched for the enemy. Because we have the most powerful God on our side. It's just him. Like, God has power and authority. And he also, 
like as his people, he also gave it us the same power and authority. So it's us against the enemy. And the enemy literally has no chance against us. And once you understand that the enemy doesn't have no chance against us, then that's how you will be able to achieve victory. That's how you will be able to achieve victory. By knowing that by having God on our side, the enemy has no chance of defeating us. Okay, so now we're going to go on and read verses 45 through 47. It says, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. So, as we know, as we can see, David has a mind of victory. And, like, the reason why he has a mind of victory is because he realized that the battle doesn't belong to him. He he doesn't have to fight this battle alone because the battle belongs to God. That's something that he realized. And that's something that we need to realize today as we face our spiritual battles. We need to know that the battle doesn't belong to us. The battle really and truly belongs to God. So, like, as we go throughout the Bible, we say that when the enemy is messing with God's people, he is actually messing with God. Like here, you, um, here, as we read in, um, the I think um Goliath somewhere in these verses is probably like from last week's verse where he was like yeah it was it was last week's episode where Goliath was like talking bad about God basically and that was a huge problem but anyway um so when so the enemy was like even though Goliath was coming against God's people that that like that bothers God because those are his people, those are his children, those are the people that he loved and someone's coming against him. He does not like it. Like it's the same with how we feel about people like say someone you care about is like being bothered by someone for like just being bothered and you feel the need to like defend them. That's how God is. God loves us so much that when battles come our way, when the enemy tries to throw stuff at our way, God is like literally right there defending us. Because God is saying that when the enemy is messing with my people, they are at, he's actually messing with me. So that's why the battle doesn't belong to us because when the enemy is messing with us, He's actually messing with God. Let's keep that in mind. And that's why we shouldn't stress about our battle. Because God will defend his anointed one. Like, 
all throughout the Bible, God defends his people that he loves. God will defend his people. And if you are his people, are like if you're his child, then you don't need to stress because God loves you so much that he would do anything for you. He will defend you from anything that the enemy tries to throw you away. So trusting in this fact is how we achieve victory. By not stressing over our battle and knowing that it belongs to God. Like trusting that the battle belongs to God and that he will defend us. That's how we achieve victory. That's like by not trying to face this battle on our own. That's how we achieve victory because we realize that the battle is not ours. So by realizing that the battle is not ours, we are actually achieving victory. We're winning in life. And so the battle belongs to God. Basically, all we have to do is show up. All David had to do was just show up to the battle. We do not have to fight on our own. So what I want you to do, what God is telling you to do, is act like you are going to war. So there is a spiritual battle to fight every day it's not a physical fight some people may be sadly but like for real for real there's like a spiritual battle that we face every day on a daily basis like there's like a fight every day and that's why we need to get in our secret place on a daily basis so our secret place that's our time with god This is the time that we take out of our busy schedules to talk to God and spend time with Him. That's our time to be strengthened by God. So let me ask you a question. How are you starting your mornings? Are you showing up? So if you didn't know, I don't think I told y'all yet, but um, basically I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about myself. So I am 16 years old. And right now, I'm on, like, fall break, and so I don't have to go to school. But something I do have to do, I have to go to work, and I work from 8 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the morning to one thirty with, like, kids at a learning center. And so, basically, I have to rise up early in the morning to, you know, get to work. But there's, like, there's a reason why I might point this out. So, the plan is to, like, wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. And the reason why I do that is so I can have time to spend with God. Like, honestly, I could be waking up at 7.30 and get ready before I have to go. But, no, I take that extra 30 minutes out of my morning that I could use to rest and sleep more but I use that time to actually spend with God in his presence so I could be strengthened for my day so I basically showing up for myself so I'm telling you no matter how tired you feel you need to like show up in God's presence like every morning like starting you need to start your present sorry you need to start your day off by being in God's presence because after you like well you never leave his presence but after you like after you like you leave the date with God you will be strengthened by it and you will be able to conquer your day
like your morning your mornings those mornings that you have reflect how your days go so if you have like amazing date with god in the morning and then that's just saying that you will have amazing like amazing rest of your day so when we take our time when we take the time out to like get in our secret place like early in the morning that's actually preparing us for the spiritual battle that we will face that day because every i mean like it's not gonna feel like we're in a spiritual battle every day but if we look closely we're in a spiritual battle every day but when we like when we take time out of out of my mornings to just spend in his presence we're we're like strengthened and we have the strength to actually conquer the day and conquer that spiritual battle we have the strength to do that like the how you like how you spend your morning reflects how you will win the battle how you like you know the time that you take out to spend with God in the morning will reflect on if you win this spiritual battle that you will face on today on every day so i'm just gonna not forcing you but if you're listening to this point then like how are you starting your mornings like as christians we need to be we need to be starting our mornings like rising up early to just spend time with him because like when you do that you will notice a big difference in your life you will notice a big difference on how you feel and like these spiritual battles that you face you like you will still experience spiritual battles just because you spend time with god doesn't mean that you won't experience spiritual battles the only difference is is that you have more strength you have the strength of god to be able to conquer the battle so something that we can all practice together it i'm like this word is not just for you it's also for me too so we can like as like fellow children's children's of god we can like you know do this together we can take time out of our mornings to spend in god's presence so we can be strengthened for our day and be able to conquer the battles that we face in our daily lives so i'm gonna ask you again how are you starting your your mornings? How are you starting your mornings? And how are you showing up in your everyday life? Okay, so the next verses we'll be reading is verses 48 through 49. It says, As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground so david didn't do anything but he ran straight towards the enemy he didn't hesitate he just went for it so a lot of us christians at this point of the battle we ask this question we ask is god supposed to do it or am i supposed to do it so right now, God has sent me here to answer that question for you. The answer is yes to both parts of the question. God does it and we do it. We both have a part to play in the spiritual battle. We are to trust God 
and rely on him and leave your to get to work. Like, Christians, it's time to get to work. Laziness will not help us achieve victory. We wonder why we're like in this same cycle in our life. It's not because of God. Because he's doing his part. He's just waiting on you to do yours. He's not going to force you to do your part. He's not going to force you to do anything. And that's just because of how loving he is. But like when we go in the same cycles in our life, that's only because of our laziness. It's because of our laziness. Because we refuse to trust God and rely on him. And we don't get to work. We don't work. We don't take the time to like actually, you know, focus on the purpose that God has for us. And that's why we're moving in the same cycle. That's why we're just like in this like constant season of laziness. You know, seasons are not supposed to seasons don't last long, but some of us are just making seasons last long when they don't even need to be lasting long. We should never be in a season of laziness. Yes, you are supposed to take time to rest, but there is also time to work. And when we don't realize that like now is the time to work, that's when we start getting into like the laziness bubble in life. And so when we're lazy, we're like moving in this constant like cycle of like not acting and we're just we're just staying stagnant instead of going up. And like laziness it's like not how we achieve victory. Because like if David literally just stopped and like started praying or you know, even running away, then Goliath could have killed him. Goliath could have killed him and then he could have killed the rest of the Israelites. But thanks to him not like thanks to him not being lazy then he was able to help achieve victory for the Israelites. So Christians, it's time for us to work. It's time for us to get out of this season of laziness that we have put ourselves in. Like we take God, we take God saying "stand still" so literal. We take it too literally. Like we all know the verse where it says. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Like sometimes we just like take that like phrase so literal. And like we need to understand that stand still. That's actually like a figurative like. Alright sorry about that I got cut off. But um, I was saying that like we take the phrase stand still so literally. And it's actually a figurative phrase god doesn't want us to stand around and just get lazy he doesn't want us to stand physically still he doesn't want us to do that like stand still it's like a figurative way of god telling us to actively wait on him to prepare ourselves for the battle to like pray and be strengthened by god's word you know when it's time to fight god will let us know when it's time to act and when he does you need to run do not hesitate, because hesitation does not lead to victory. Hesitation just leads you to downfall. It doesn't lead you to, like, hesitation, it doesn't lead you to victory in life. It just leads, it leads you to failing, to failure. Like, 
when David, like, when David was, like, fighting this battle, if he hesitated even for a second, then he would have been killed. And for us today, spiritually, if we hesitate on, like, you know, what God has called us to do, if we hesitate on it, then we will be defeated. We will be, like, going in these constant cycles of our life instead of going on to, like, new levels of victory. So I'm letting you know now, hesitation leads to, it will, sorry, hesitation does not lead you to victory. It actually leads you to failure. Now we're going to move on to verses 50 through 54. <clears throat> it says, so David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, without a sword in his hand, and he struck, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. David ran and stood over him. He took the whole of the Philistine's sword and drew it from the sheath. After he killed them, after he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah surged forward with a shout and pursued the Philistines to the entrance of Gath and to the gates of Ekron. Their dead were strewn along the Sharam road to Gath and Ekron. <clears throat> when the Israelites returned from chasing the Philistines, they plundered their camp. David took the Philistines' head and brought it to Jerusalem. He put the Philistines' weapons in his own tent. So basically... The first thing that David did when he was defeating Goliath, he made sure, he made, like, he made, he had to double check to make sure that the enemy was dead. So, like, when we face spiritual battles, we cannot stop short of dealing with sin or spiritual enemies. You must kill them dead. If we don't, then they will, like, rise up against us and try to stop us again from, like, where we need to be. And that's how we get in that ever, that um, never-ending cycle because we're not killing, we're not actually killing the enemies, the spiritual enemies in our life. We're not killing off the sin in our life. And that's why we keep going in cycles instead of, like, being where God, like, has called us to be. Like, having distractions, it will not help us reach the, reach the victory that God has called us to reach. Like, those distractions are sin and spiritual enemies. And when those distractions are in our way, we're just going to stay in, like, the stagnant place in life. Instead of moving up to a higher level of victory. Because, like, that stuff... It's just going to keep distracting us. We need to kill those things dead. We need to die to ourselves. That's like, that's how we'll win by like dying to our sin, like getting rid of that sin out of our lives, like getting rid of that spiritual enemy, that like the sin and the spiritual enemy. We just got to get rid of them from good for good. So we can move on and achieve victory in life. If you want to win in life, then you like you need to get rid of that sin and that spiritual and those spiritual enemies that are, are like keep trying to attack you. You need to get rid of it so you can have victory in your life, so you can win in life. So the second thing that David did, he used Goliath's own sword to cut his enemy. Sorry, I'm in Okay, 
So David, I can't even talk. Okay, so David used Goliath's own sword to cut down his enemy's head. That is what I was trying to say. So basically here, as we go throughout the Bible, like, you'll see that God loves to use the devil's weapons against him. And that we'll cover that more as we go throughout this podcast. But like, God loves to use the devil's weapons against him. So know that what the enemy throws at you, God will reciprocate it back to the enemy. Everything that, like everything that the devil tries, it will fail. Instead of letting the enemy bring you down, God will raise you up above your enemies. So basically, that thing that the enemy is throwing at you, God is just going to throw it back at him. And it's going to hit him twice as hard as it would hit us. So, when you have God on your side, like we're going to keep saying over and over and over again, the enemy will fail because he cannot beat God. He's not powerful enough. He, he doesn't have enough power to, like, defeat us and God. Like, no, he doesn't have the power. He doesn't have enough power, and he sure doesn't have enough authority. So, everything that the devil... That's why everything that the devil will try, it will fail. And like, here, like God, he rose David up above his enemies. And that's what he will do for us. God will raise us up above our enemies. While they're lying dead on the ground, God will raise us up above our enemies. And that's how we will achieve victory. So two things that David did... He made sure that he, you know, killed his spiritual enemies, his sin. He killed them dead. And that's what we need to do. We need to kill off our sin and our spiritual enemies and make sure that they're actually dead. So we can go on and have victory. And we need to trust that as we face spiritual battles, we need to trust that God will raise us up above our enemies. Like, while... Our enemies are being like are dead on the ground. God is raising us up above our enemies and showing actually showing who he is. Like in this spiritual battle, God he's raising us up to victory. And we need to trust in that. Like trust that at the end of the day, God is raising us up above our enemies. We're like we're all the way up here and like the enemies are like dead on the ground. On the battlefield. But you're like all the way up here. Achieving victory. Because you have God on your side. So trust that God will raise you up. Above your enemies. Okay so the last set of verses. That we'll be covering in this episode. Is verses 55 through 58. It says. As Saul watched David going out to meet the Philistine. He said to Abner. Commander of the army. Abner whose son is that? Young man, Abner replied, As surely as you live, your majesty, I don't know. The king said, Find out who, whose son this young man is. As soon as David returned from killing the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul, with David still holding the Philistine's head. Whose, sons are, whose son are you, young man? Saul asked him. David said, I am the son of your servant Jesse of Bethlehem. 
So this whole time, y'all remember Saul? Basically, he's the king of the Israelites at this time. And if you listen to um, last week's episode, you will realize that the king of Israel is actually a scaredy cat. He's a coward. So that's who Saul is. So basically, King Saul, the whole time, he was watching all of this take place. Saul was so amazed by David's boldness that he had to know how David, like, had the boldness. Like, Saul wasn't bold, but David was. So Saul was thinking, how can he be so bold? Like, as Christians, during these spiritual battles, we need to realize that people will be looking at us. They will is like they will observe every move that we make. People will wonder why you are so confident when you are going through all this, you know, crap that you go through. Like a lot of people, like you'll see like older people, they will like, you know, come out of their doctor office smiling after like having bad news. But they will come out smiling and rejoicing in the Lord. And people will wonder why they're like so happy after like going through that. But like, you know, I just be like that. Like, like, it's just like what I'm trying to say. It's just like that at times when like we go through things as Christians People will wonder why we're so confident and why we have so much joy. And I'm telling you now, all you have to do is just tell them that I'm a child of God. You need to tell them that who who you belong to and why. Like, just tell them who God is. Because as people, we do not deserve the credit because God is the only reason why we are here. He's the only reason why we have achieved victory in the first place. It is not because of us. It's because of God. People will look at us differently because we seek it, because they see the God that's in us. Then people were like, you just came out of like a difficult situation in your life. And you're, you just came out so confident and joyful. People will wonder why. And... You just need to tell them that I'm a child of God. You need to tell them about the God that you serve. Don't tell them about yourself because you are not the reason why that you've got through the battle. Keep in mind that God orchestrated all this thing and he, like, God orchestrated this whole thing and he orchestrated it for, like, this battle to be, to come out in your favor. And so basically, God is the reason why you have victory. And so when people ask you, like, why you are so confident, like, why you are so confident and why you are so joyful after going through these situations, you need to tell them that it's because of God and just give all the credit to him because he's just the reason why. He's the reason for everything. And he's like the only reason why we have achieved victory in our everyday lives. And, you know, that's why people look at those older people differently is because they have the joy of the Lord in them. They have they have God in them. And that's why, you know, they're different. They're, they look different. They act different. It's because they have God in them. So, like, when we 
like when we're in the spiritual battles and we have God in us, then we won't look like what we've been in what we've been through because we will have the joy of the Lord in us. We will have the peace, the happiness, the satisfaction. We will have all of that, all that God has, we will have it in us. And that's why we were, we we're like able to walk around confident and like bold in God and like just have so much joy in him. Like understand that people will, like there are spiritual battles. People will look at you differently because they see the God in you. They see the peace in you. They see the hope in you. They see the happiness in you. They see the satisfaction in you. They see all that in you because you have God in you. And so that's why as you know, believers in God, that's why you know, that's why we're like looked at differently because despite the crap that we go through, we're able to be confident and joyful in God. Just know that know that people are looking at you. And they're observing you. Like you could come out this battle like so joyful and confident in yourself. People will wonder why. And when people start asking those questions. Because people will. They may not be asking you those questions now. But people will start to ask you those questions. But when people ask you those questions. Just remember who you are giving those like, who you're giving the credit to. Remember who, like, gave you the victory in the first place. Like, remember where you got the victory from. Remember that you got the victory from God. Just remember that. And remember that God is in you. And that's the only reason why you have victory. Okay, so that's it for this episode. I hope you really enjoy it. Because I just love talking to y'all and just letting God use me to, like, you know, just do an amazing thing such as spreading the gospel. So if you enjoy this, stick around for more. Because if you listen to last week's episode, I talked about how there's going to be more parts to this series. And so we just talked about First Samuel 17. Like, the next part of this series that, um... That's going to be First Samuel chapter 30. And so basically, that might be like a whole episode or maybe two episodes. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll all see. I don't know what God's doing yet. But we'll, we'll just go through this together. And then there was like a message that I learned from church this past Sunday. And it relates very well to what we're talking about on the podcast. So as you know. On this podcast, we don't sit on God's word. We actually share it. So that's what we're going to do. That's going to be part of this series as well. So just stay tuned because I'm just so ready for what God is just going to do. And I just know he's going to say something good. So if you enjoyed the past two episodes of the Victory Series, then just stick around for more because more will come. And I don't know if that's the end of it. We'll just we'll just see what God says because like God like literally told me to like share Sunday's message on this podcast, like you know, kinda just now. So yeah, so we're just gonna do what God has called us to do. I don't know when the series is gonna end because 
there's just a lot of ideas and i'm gonna continue to get more so i want to get it all out to y'all and that's just very exciting so stick around a lot of more episodes will be coming out and just i just pray that you just give me the strength to like continue to do this because you know with like balancing everything i just want to make sure that i balance time for this ministry that you know that god will continue to use me to bless you you guys so yeah if you want to be updated on when i post or just more things about daughter of a king or just for more content then feel free to follow me on my instagram at rpendergrass26 remember that links for donations and voice messages all that will be in the description of this podcast and there will be a link in the bio of my instagram so if you enjoy just stick around and i just pray that you just like we're going to do this together we're going to strive for victory in our everyday life like every day i want you to wake up and just strive for victory like please do that strive for victory in your everyday life that's what i'm going to like, if you don't remember anything else from this podcast episode, just remember to strive for victory in your everyday life. So if you want to learn more, just stick around. But other than that, that's it for this podcast episode. If I hope you really enjoyed this. And just thanks for sticking around and just continue to listen. Like, continue to listening to, like, the gospel and stuff sorry i'm really tired if my words sound all jumbled up i'm just like really tired i'm recording this at 11 17 p.m at night so yes i do this because i love sharing the word of god so yeah if you enjoyed what you heard stick around other than that i just hope you have a blessed day and just thanks for just being here and know that you are loved not only by me but you're loved by god most importantly So, yeah, that's it. Hope you have a blessed day.